You're listening to Irish Radio Candidate Home and Abroad at Folk Alliance International. And I had the wonderful opportunity to reconnect with Jig Jam. Last time I connected with Jig Jam, I think it was New Orleans 2020. And at that stage, they were trying to get a foothold in the US and I think it would be fair to say um, they've been successful and Jamie McHugh is here with me. Jamie, uh, welcome back, great to see you again. Thanks a million, thanks for having me. Um, so 2020 you were trying to get a foothold? Trying to get a foothold and I was just about to get a foothold and the whole thing kind of evaporated with the pandemic there for a little while but no, it's just after getting back now. Uh, I think it, the whole scene is nearly back to full strength but um, definitely seeing you know, the gigs come back in and the festivals come back in especially at events like this you get to meet a lot of those presenters and you know people with venues and, and certain things like that so um, yeah we're, we're kind of back to back to the, the tour and again and so for the period, like, the period of pandemic you would have been pretty well grounded yeah oh, we were yeah so after we were chatting you that was the that end was of January. January yeah 2020 and then we did three weeks of a tour in March February March we had another three or four weeks to do and uh, obviously it just all stopped around the 14th of March we were at home and we didn't get back out until the end of 2021 so um, that was the same period of, I, I was in Ireland from September 2020 to July 2021 and that was when the two kilometre and the five kilometre yeah two kilometre radius and then it was a five kilometre radius so where you live where I live now there was no big difference only a couple <laughs> of extra fields that you could drive <laughs> <laughs> well it was the same I was up the Cumberland Mountains yeah. great things we had a bike uh, we bought bikes and we were able to cycle and it was fabulous because we weren't in the city but uh, yeah it was okay for us um, but uh, then 2nd of June of course Ireland opened up in 2021 yeah. that would have been when you could have done something yeah we started doing a little bit in Ireland um, again Ireland went up and down and up and down they were kind of letting the guard down a small but then they might tighten it up a bit and so that happened for a good few months until eventually we saw some action happening over here and the festivals were starting back in the States but they were only having US based bands because the Irish bands couldn't get clearance with the visa yeah. so we were itching to get back obviously so by around November 2021 that clearance was called an NIE but um, that finally came through so we actually just mustered up a bit of a tour just merely for our own sanity really at that point yeah. Yeah. Like the festival season was done but we got onto a couple of kind of gigs that we had done a couple of times over the years and we kind of threw together a couple of weeks over here which was great to just get back out and playing again and the kind of venues you've been playing because again as you said the festivals were all pretty much um, wiped out as well so yeah. you would have had to play smaller venues yeah we did um, there's a couple of we kind of went to that whole idea of what we used over the years as filler gigs uh, so we'd have our festivals and then we'd have our performance arts theatres and uh, they'd be the main gigs that we do and then if you had a couple of nights off here and there we could play anywhere or any, like it could be a house concert it could be a, an Irish pub it could be you know anything really so we got onto those places that would be able to book with short notice right and uh, yeah we, we strung together I think it was three or four weeks and it was, it was great we'd seen people that we hadn't seen in a long time and once they got word that we were playing you know people came out and, and bought tickets and everything so it's great to get back on the horse 
you, I know you're looking at kind of using St. Louis, Missouri as kind of your North American or your US center. Um, while it's very central, it doesn't matter where you go here. Oh, yes, you're still traveling. You're traveling huge distances. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll like the dilemma we had, we always kind of wanted to base ourselves here at some point. Um, but we, we didn't really care what city it was. But I suppose, like, we, we've been to so many different places around the States. I think we needed to find somewhere that we'd have some sort of community, friends, and people we knew to make it any way possible. Mm -hmm. uh, so obviously the kind of more Irish based cities like New York, Boston, Chicago, we'd know people. Like we had this kind of fantasy idea of moving straight to Nashville, but again we don't, need, don't even know anybody in Nashville. Right. So it was way too big of a step to just jump to go yeah. and, and yeah. go straight away. But since we started the band first we've been playing in a place called McGurk's in St. Louis and um, they've been very good to us over the years. We tend to play there in the off season when there mightn't be many festivals or gigs going on, and we do a residency type gig there for a couple right. of weeks. So over the years, we've kind of developed good friendships and a lot of people we know. So St. Louis kind of ended up being that place, and we still play in McGurk's when we're there. You know, we if we're free, we'll we'll play a couple of weeks here right. and there, and you know they look after us very well. And you kind of always have someone to call if you're in bother, sort of thing, you know. Right. Which is very important over here. Indeed. Um, is it as the s festival season gets back, or the festival circuits are coming back? Um, are you finding that the phone is ringing and the inquiries are coming in? Yeah, I think I think so. Um, you know, like we still have the kind of long list of contacts that we would have had pre-pandemic which is great and people are still eager to, to book the band you know I don't think we've lost any of that traction thank God um, obviously being at the likes of Folk Alliance around those conferences definitely helps uh, we've gotten into a good few of these bluegrass festivals more so than the Irish festivals over the years as well as the Irish festivals say, which has opened up a lot of new doors so we find now we're getting inquiries from different types of gigs right. which is great because the beauty of our music is we can we can cater to either an Irishy surf fest or a bluegrass or folk fest, right, you know. Right. And when you go back home, then, uh, how would you, or as as you see the future, how would you anticipate you might split your time uh, from here and home? Yeah, uh, it's hard to know. I think it depends on each lad in the band. As you get older, obviously, lads, you know, have relationships and different things. Like two of the lads already are are dating American girls so they might have a different outlook than other fellas you know yeah. as opposed to maybe being at home but uh, I think that'll all unfold really over the next few years because we're just we're still at that point where we're trying to you know make that breakthrough right. and I think when you get to that point where you're comfortable and you're you know financially secure to make the decision well do I want to be here do I want to be there and I think you can give a lot more options at your at your disposal or you can choose to be here and there but of course yeah, yeah and you can decide how long on each side yeah that's yeah. just it yeah. because I would imagine you guys don't want to lose you don't want to lose your the, the reputation and the following you had built up in Ireland yeah oh, of course yeah and I know personally I, I love going home um, it's it's something that I'd never I, I'd hate to be going too long without actually getting home and uh, like we don't do many gigs at home at the minute but I still find it very important that we do enough to, to keep that 
name at home, do you know, and keep the, the bit of a following because obviously we have so many family and friends that love to hear us, you know, in Ireland because they see all the stuff on social media and we're yeah. here all yeah, the time. Yeah. So we just, we had a great month at home there in January. Uh, we, were in, we were playing at Temple Bar Tradfest. Yes. And that was a great gig. We had a sold out gig in Dublin, which again is very hard to do on your own. Yeah. But we found this year now, the fact it was under the banner of Tradfest, yeah. it was way easier set up. We didn't have to do any work ourselves really at all. Right, right. So that was great. We played to a packed house, and you can't really beat that. And, and would you think you need to go back as just to, I suppose, I won't say reinvigorate or to keep the accent, but just to more keep in touch with? what's happening in the music scene absolutely yeah I think it, I think it grounds you when you go home to be honest um, like I think you can get caught up in the in the whole scene over here and it's obviously it's great and we love it but I the thing I love about Ireland is it's just well it's who you are you know and as you said with the accent like that's the last thing I want to do is come home now with some sort of a twang because I know that you'd be absolutely cut down fairly quickly <laughs> by, your, by your buddies. <laughs> yeah. There'd be no place for that around no, the moment. Spare, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd be right. <laughs> so have you what's on the pipeline? Uh, we have a tour now in March um, around the States. We actually were playing the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville for Paddy's Day. Wow. Which is a great gig to get. Yeah. Um, something we've wanted to do for years. And obviously, around that time of year is great for Irish bands. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to that. We have a couple of weeks then on the road with different venues and theatres. Uh, we'll go home to Ireland then in April, and we're back out then for a bit in May, and then we're ah, we're still kind of over and back really when you break it down. Yeah, like there's times that we'd be at home. Like I know I'd go home personally, but say maybe the other lads who might might hang on here for a few weeks. Right. Mm. And again, we're, we're all on the same page with that, that, you know, yeah, if the yeah. band is, is off for a month or whatever, well, lads can do what they want, you Naturally. know. It's, it's no big deal. And uh, have you any recordings in the, in the pipeline? Yeah, so we're writing at the minute. We have, we probably have enough songs for now, but we're probably at that point where we'd like to have a bit more that we have a bit of choice, you know. Right. Um, it's the sort of thing we'll probably gig them and play them live and sort of test the waters with them and uh, hopefully release something but again nowadays the idea of an album straight up it's not that that's gone you can do whatever you want you can release an album but I suppose it's streaming now people tend to maybe a couple of singles or maybe break the album up into a couple of EPs or whatever you want to call it so when we do have we'll record first anyway and I think the approach then to release it might just be a bit different than letting it all out at the fir- at once right, maybe, right. you know because I know within your the, the industry when it streams you're not getting much out of it oh no you don't but I, I think I know we've gotten to this you know come around to the fact that we're not we don't expect anything out of it right like the streaming I see the streaming as a, a good platform to to just push your music and to get people listening to it because that's just the way the world is now and, and then on the flip side is it's a huge platform to do that that people can literally just google Jig Jam and find all your music there and they can be a fan and then hopefully that person might come to a gig right. or that person if they do come to a gig they might buy a hard copy or they might yes. buy a t-shirt or a hat right. and I think that's how it comes around because we're at the point now where we're trying to you know you're not at the level where you're comfortable enough to have you know millions of people listening to your your music every day we're still 
you know at that lower level where you're trying to push your your streams and your followers in order to have people come to the gigs so sell your tickets you is know? the merchandise the merchandising is that important for you guys yeah it is and I think some people might think it's might be dead and gone but no it's very I think it's alive and well anyway um, people still I think obviously they want to support the band but people realise that you know you don't get money from streaming yeah. and when people are tuned in that way they say well look at it I mightn't have a CD player anymore because not you know they're, they're not in cars or whatever yeah. but we'll buy one anyway and get them to sign it just to support the band right you know? or, or the t-shirts yeah well t- look at the t-shirts are, are an interesting one like if you if you have a, a, a good design that people actually like yeah. you'd be surprised the way a t-shirts itself like being an Irish band around Paddy's Day if you have a green t-shirt it just flies out the door <laughs> you know and there might be an, another colour t-shirt that we might prefer personally yeah but I think over in the States the idea of having a green t-shirt from an Irish band just sells really well uh, yeah you yeah. know and like that we have hats and they seem to go very well because you know they're actually nice hats it, it, it depends if you there's ways to do it and it, the the thing that we've learned is it's not necessarily what we might like oh, well that's always the case yeah you have to think about, hold on who's going to this gig and what might they actually wear right you know but there are loads of there I've seen so many merchandise ideas of bands over the years and some of them are brilliant you know random little quirky bits of stuff that you yeah. never dream of selling and bands just randomly come up with ideas and you yeah. see them and say oh that's very good now yeah. you know, yeah. so Jamie where can people find you uh, you can find us on all the social media platforms uh, our website is www.jigjam.ie and that will kind of point you in the right direction for whatever you need what piece of music should we play? Uh, we actually have a, f- uh, a new single well it's a couple of months out now but we did a, a cover of a Fleetwood Mac song called Everywhere mm-hmm. and uh, it, again it came about just we were just jamming around one night and uh, we all love Fleetwood Mac so we said you know it might be interesting to put a sort of a bluegrass take on it with banjos and fiddles so right. there you are Jamie thanks for and thanks for having me